this is your girl, Annette Fletcher, Miss Big Beautiful Women of Delaware 2016, 2017, and the current Big Beautiful Women of Delaware pageant director. I am also Miss Fashion Global 2020 in the Curvy Division. And today we are hosting a phenomenal queen via our Wear Your Crown Empowerment Speaker Series. I hope that you stay with us for the next 30 minutes as this queen shares what she does, why she does it, why it's important, and how you can connect to her. So without further ado, Nimade, could you please introduce yourself? Yes. Thank you so much for that great introduction, Annette. Uh, as she mentioned, my name is Nimade. Nimade Bewu is the full name. Uh, when you first see it, it looks a little intimidating, but it's just three syllables, Nimade. Uh, I live in Delaware, just outside of Wilmington. Um, as far as what I do, I do a little bit of a lot, um, but my main thing and my main focus and passion is communication. So um, I love writing, I love helping to make content, um, videos, different things like that. If it's, if it's um, communication based, I love it. Um, I am really big on getting involved with the community. I try to work a lot with local organizations. For my day job, I work for, I actually work in the social media department of a large bank. Um, but on the side, I do a lot of social media and volunteer work with local organizations. Um, in addition to my own personal brand, um, things where I do a lot of writing for various publications, uh, both in Delaware and across the nation, um, which I really enjoy. Uh, sometimes they're just think pieces or sometimes I do interviews. So that's something that I really enjoy doing. It's a way that I found to connect with other people because that's why I'm big on communication. I feel like it really helps people connect um, so that they're not feeling so alone, so that they feel heard. Sometimes it's just having someone repeat back to you what you're going through that makes it feel okay. It makes you feel seen. It makes you feel heard. Um, and so I really appreciate that that is a gift I was blessed with um, that I ignored for way too many years, um, but that I'm really trying to focus on using now um, and using in a way to make a positive impact. So I do a lot of writing. I do do a lot of Instagramming. <laughs> I, I love Instagram. Um, that's because I'm always in the stories like I just woke up, just said, I'm one of those. I'm one of those people. Um, but I do try to make it amusing and fun and um, people tell me they like my stories. So I try to keep it somewhat entertaining. And it's also just a great way for people to keep up with what I'm doing with different organizations. Uh, I also do some lives on Instagram. So on my personal page on Tuesdays, I do what's on your mind. Uh, mental health is a big focus and a big topic for me. Um, I personally have uh, depression and anxiety. And as, as I was mentioning earlier, um, sometimes hearing someone talk about those things makes you feel a little less alone. And uh, year, about two years ago, actually no, like a year ago, I wrote uh, an article for um, the paper about depression and a lot of people connected with me and I realized, you know, what an impact that was. So I've really been trying to uh, speak out more about that. That paper actually got me second place in the Delaware Communications Contest. So extra glad that I wrote it. 
Um, so, uh, so I do on Tuesdays, what's on your mind? And I just talk to people about different mental health related topics or different topics in general and how it impacts your mental health. So sometimes there'll be a therapist and we'll be actually talking about types of mental health, um, ways to get over it, you know, to deal with things, coping mechanisms, things like that. Sometimes it'll be, it'll be somebody else talking about how their, how mental health or mental illness has impacted their life. Like I've talked to a mother who has children who have mental illness um, and how she's dealt with that transition. I've talked to a man who lived, whose mother had it and he grew up with it. That was um, a conversation that's really stuck in my mind. Um, sex therapists and how that impacts your, your mental health and the con social conditioning. Uh, so it's, it's, I definitely enjoy doing it. And I do that every, um, most Tuesday nights around seven. It depends on my guests. Sometimes I move it around. And then on Sundays, I do self-love Sunday um, because on one of those mental health, uh, you know, the what's on your mind, um, on one of them, we were talking and we were just having a conversation about self-love and how hard it is and how sometimes people think that you, that some people just have that self-love and it's just, you wake up one day and, you know, you love yourself and things are great and you don't have doubts or insecurities or anything like that anymore, which is absolutely, unfortunately, not the case. Um, self-love is a practice. It's a constant practice. It's constantly evaluating yourself. It's not, you're not always self-loving yourself in a happy way. Sometimes self-love is checking yourself and calling yourself <laughs> out and figuring out those things about yourselves. Um, so, you know, just talking about that with her and how it's been a journey for me to get to the point where, you know, even going from thinking I was ugly because of the society beauty standards that I grew up around and really how I had to work to unpack and work with my mind to get to the point where I'm like, oh, no, I am pretty. You know, um, it seems like a little thing, but it was actually huge. Um, and my confidence and things like that. So just knowing the journey that I was on, that I went on to get where I was at and knowing the work that I still continue to do, um, I decided I wanted to just share that a little bit more. Um, because like I said, sometimes people, it's so easy for people to see the outside and think that everything's all good all the time. Um, and I know that it's hard sometimes, especially in the social sphere, social sphere because you want to find the line between being authentic and genuine, but not oversharing. Um, and it's a hard, it's a hard line to find. It's a hard thing to balance. But I know for me, one time, you know, someone, I was sharing something that, that had happened and someone was like, oh, I wish I had your life. Everything's so great. And I was like, girl, I like last week was in bed crying all week. Like, it's not so great. And um, I realized the importance of sharing my down moments too. And it's not to, it's not because I want people to say like, oh, poor baby, I don't. Um, it's to show that we all have those moments. And sometimes I have those down moments and I fight through them. I, for better way to say, I suck it up and I do what needs to be done because I have goals or responsibilities and that's just how it is. But sometimes the mental strength of it or just my emotion of it is too much and I give in to the moment and yeah, I cancel plans and I stay in bed and I don't do anything because that's what I need in that moment. 
um, to heal or to just be okay, to just function. And I think it's important to be honest about that and to show people that because I think both are inspiring. You know, it's, it's easy to go to a page of someone who is just like, oh, suck it up and work and do all the things you need to get done. You can do it. Motivational quote, motivational quote, motivational quote. Like, yes, that's great. Hurrah, hurrah. Um, but I'm also inspired by people who struggle and still work through it or who struggle, give into the struggle and then know how to pull themselves back out of the struggle, whatever that means for them, whether it's alone or with a therapist, whatever that means for them. I think it's important for people to see that because that's the reality of what most people are dealing with. Most people aren't like, yeah, all the time, you know, they have those down moments. And I think it's important for people to see that. And I think for me, I know a quote I always tell myself is, um, don't compare your real life to someone's highlight reel. That's really all social media is, you know? And I mean, how many times have you seen someone like, oh my boo, I love them so much. And then a week later they're broken up. Well, that's because you weren't seeing all the fights and all the things. So you just, you just can't really compare yourself. And there's something freeing once you get to that point and realize that, because I know I certainly don't, I don't want to say I don't believe anything anyone posts because it's not that, but I take everything everyone posts at face value of like, that could be the whole story or it could not be the whole story. And I don't really read too much into it. I don't let that make a, a standard for me or a set of goals for me other than if it's something inspiring, absolutely. But I'm not gonna make myself feel bad because someone got something that I haven't got because like they say, when you see someone's winning, you don't know what their losing period looks like. Cause I know that I've had times, you know, where I'm sharing or announcing like something great happened to me. Um, I know recently, like I had like a few articles come out, actually this was a while ago now, but a few articles come out and it was great and I loved sharing, um, but I felt the need to also mention in there that it was months of getting my articles denied, but I wasn't online every day going, oh, another one said no, oh, no one wrote back to me, oh, this stinks, but no, but when the few got, you know, accepted, it was like, yay, this awesome thing happened, which is great to share. Um, but I think it's so easy for people to get wrapped up in seeing people share their positive stuff that they don't think about the negative stuff that goes into it. So I try to share that. Not that I need to explain myself to anybody, um, but I think it's it's important to know. And I think if you want to be authentic and genuine and put yourself out there, it's important to put good and the bad out there. And honestly, people relate to me more with the bad stuff than the good stuff, to be honest. But you know what though? they cheer you on more also. I think sometimes people don't want people to see their struggle, but that's really what connects a lot of people is that struggle. That's really what makes people feel for them. Like, think about it. Think of the stories that you hear of a stranger going through something and you don't know that person, but you're pulling for them. Even like a 15 second clip on like um, TikTok or whatever. I'm also a <laughs> um, even like a 15 second clip on TikTok of someone doing something, you're just like, yes, you could do it. And you feel like joy and excitement for them when they make that goal or do that thing. And people are like that with people also. So trying to show yourself as this perfect person, yes, there are people who are looking to only follow perfect people and who will drag you and say things about you if you're not great. You know, they can, whatever. But the rest <laughs> of us, 
the rest of us are looking for people who we can be inspired by. We're looking for people who we can connect with. We're looking for people who we saw go through the ups and the downs, and now they're up, and we're cheering you on because we saw you fight to get there. You know, so for me, um, on the on the personal side of of my social media and what I do, that's just a large part of what I aim for is to just connect with people. I would say like my main goal is to just A, help make people feel good and help make people feel like they're not alone. Um, I think it's one of the great things about social media if used correctly, it can really connect people. It can really make them um, realize that they're not there by themselves. Uh, my quote for this was um, just when the caterpillar thought her world was going to end, she turned into a butterfly. And that's a quote that I love and I think about frequently because there are so many times where you think this isn't working out, I've done everything I can, and then things end up end up wonderfully. Or even, um, I don't know if you la watched the last series we did, we talked about the arrow quote, um, life's arrows pull you back to lead you into greatness. This quote is kind of the same thing. A lot of the times the things that you think are what hold you back are the things that will connect you to other people more and the things that will launch you into the greatness and help you find your purpose. Um, so for me, you know, a lot of the things that I've dealt with or struggled with, I now try to use my voice, my talent and skills to make things easier for other people so they don't have to deal with it or so that they can connect with people or, um, so that their life is improved in some way, shape, or form is really my, my goal. Um, to just help, help be a voice for people who not need someone to speak for them, but need to hear it and hear it back to them so then they feel comfortable speaking for themselves. Because mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's hard to be that first voice that's saying something, but sometimes if someone else speaks up, it emboldens you to tell your truth. So you, you, um, and so when involved in the, oh, what? I'm sorry, there, there was a, a bit of a delay. I thought I heard you, you pause, but I heard you share a lot about, um, not only your mental health journey, but how you support, encourage, and mentor other people who may be also having that journey. Is that also through the platform that you host? On Tuesdays at seven o'clock. Yeah, so on Tuesdays, I that's where I talk about mental health, the what's on your mind. Um, but I also do, you know, as I was saying, I do a lot in the community. So one of the organizations I work with is Mommy Delaware. Uh, they are a fantastic organization, the National Alliance for Mental Illness, um, and I work with the Delaware chapter. Uh, when the community was open, we used to uh, do presentations for groups. But everything's moved to virtual now, and it's still, they're really um, helpful and effective. The last Thursday of each month, I lead what we call Sharing Hope Community Conversations. It's just a gathering. It's, specific, it's for everybody, um, but targeted more towards people of color, um, just to get together and talk about mental health and mental illness in a way um, that addresses it and makes it makes people feel comfortable to share. So each month we have a different focus or topic. We've talked about domestic violence. We've talked about uh, gratitude. Um, we did Peace Week. We've talked about gun violence. Um, it's the last Thursday of each month. 
And for everything that I mentioned, you can always reach out to me um, across all social media. I'm that African butterfly. So you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on Facebook. You can email me at thatafricanbutterfly.com or at gmail, thatafricanbutterfly at gmail.com or visit my website, thatafricanbutterfly.com. I try to keep it simple for everyone. Um, even though people still mix it up and will call me black butterfly, but it's African butterfly. I was born in Liberia, um, just fun fact. But yeah, so with NAMI, we do the last Thursday of each month um, and we have those virtual meetings. They're not recorded and we just talk, um, which I really love being involved with. Um, I'm also the executive director for Every Man Counts, Better Dads, Better Lives. It's actually an organization that was started by my sister, Ajravi Ajavan. Uh, we deal with single and re-entry fathers um, and just family and fatherhood in general. So we tried to do uh, different activities in the community. Uh, when things were open, we did like a tea party, fishing with dad. Daddy learned to braid my hair. Uh, we do a court smart program. We recently just ended our partnership um, or ended a session with Kingswood Community Center. Uh, we did a six week course with them about fatherhood and their rights um, in courts and just in general. Uh, we will be doing some more virtual things in the upcoming year, uh, which I'm really looking forward to. We do, on Fridays, I do a live on our Instagram, which is Every Man Counts, uh, where we do Fatherhood Friday. And we have different dads from the community talk to us about fatherhood um, and manhood. And, um, that's definitely something if you have a husband, dad, brother, whoever, who has some great tidbits, I'm always looking for people to do lives with. So just let me know. Um, we also have uh, George Corbin. He does uh, Wow Win on Wednesday where he gives away, he gives tips. We're going to start doing mental health, men's mental health tips soon, monthly. Um, so we have some really great things coming down the line, which I'm really excited about. Um, and... I also am the pro, I'm busy. I'm also the program director for Empower and Educate. And we're a program that we try to do a lot in the community with, uh, with children um, and adults as well. So um, coming up, we're gonna start doing uh, monthly Keeping It Real, which is mental health roundtable talks, uh, virtual for kids and adults. Uh, we'll have a moderator and a therapist at each session. Um, February is a huge month for us. We always try to do something big for Black History Month. Uh, we do several events. So we have Jeopardy coming up, um, a scavenger hunt. We're going to, oh, this is perfect for the Queens. Um, the 13th is Galentine's Day where you celebrate your girls. So we are going to do a red dress virtual fundraising party. So, um, Definitely be on the lookout for that. You can get dressed up in your red dress and come and just hang with the girls. It'll be a, a fundraiser, but it should be a really fun girls' night. Um, so we have that coming up. And just a few, we're doing like a DJ contest for the kids. We normally do New Year, New Me, where the kids can come out and get haircuts and outfits for school. Um, with it being virtual this year, we did fundraising and then we're sending them care packages or making bags that we're donating to different shelters. Um, and organizations in the community. So, I mean, that's like the first 
quarter of the year, and I'm sure I'm forgetting some things, but we stay pretty busy. We are looking to put together like an actual program that we partner with with a school or a community center for kids to come to regularly. That's our long-term goal. Um, it's a great organization. It's Empower and Educate uh, on Instagram and Facebook as well. And it was started by Chelsea Henderson. Um, she's the founder, so she is fantastic. Um, and then I also do a lot with the Academy for Peace, which I love working with, and Annette um, works with it as well. Um, I do a lot of their social media and just help Dr. J. That was founded by Dr. J as part of the Stop the Violence Coalition. Um, and it's just, it's a great, the Academy for Peace specifically is a location on Market Street uh, and it hosts different things for the community, um, different classes like financial, Bible classes, they used to do Sunday service, um, fashion steppers where the kids come and dance. Uh, it's a location where if people need to host meetings, parties, things like that, uh, they can be hosted at that location. Anything that's positive and for the community and bringing peace, Dr. J welcomes it at her location. So I love helping and being involved with that. Um, I'm trying to think if I have forgotten you, anything. You have mentioned a plethora of organizations and how you basically promote them through virtual and in-person events and activities. So you're an events coordinator as well as a social media uh, connoisseur. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that like a social media manager is where I would say I am with um, with some organizations. It was something I was trying to start up as like a part-time um, job as well, but that's getting, as you heard, I don't really have the time, um, but I do try, you know, to help. So right now I more so do consultations, um, especially for people who just want to get started on social media. I take a look at their page, give them suggestions, tips, how to get out there, how to promote things. So um, I do a lot of that right now. When the world opens up, I also do social media corresponding, which I'd really just gotten going and I love doing. Um, that's where, as I mentioned, I am addicted to my Instagram stories, but I tell good stories and they're fun and entertaining. Um, and so I took that skill towards businesses that have events. And so what will happen as a social media correspondent is when they have their event, I take over their Instagram page and I do their Instagram stories live from their page um, just to share with their audience what's happening at the event. Um, and it's, it's fun. I enjoy it. It's a, it's a lot more work than people would think um, because you want to show enough that people want, that people feel like they're there, but not too much because you want them to come in person next year. Um, so it's a, it's a fine balance, but it's something I really enjoy doing because I enjoy connecting with people. So, and then I'm always doing, you know, lives here or there for other people and other friends. Um, I actually have a YouTube show. Oh, about that's start. actually a perfect segue. So how do we, you have the, you have the um, chat on Tuesdays at seven. You have the NAMI um, every last Thursday of the month. You have the Everyman Counts Live AG with fathers on Friday. And you have the empowerment and educate that comes up. And you have the um, girl, the Galentine on the 13th in February. So how do we find you? How do we connect? How do we participate? And what's the best way to connect to you? Is it that African butterfly on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 
And it's part of your email? Yep, it's my email. So emailing, the, the best, easiest, fastest way to connect with me, honestly, is my Instagram DMs, because I'm always on Instagram. I'm just being honest. But email works just as well. Also, I check that frequently. Um, and it depends on, you know, what you're trying to talk to me about. You can also DM. I don't run the Instagram page for Empower and Educate, but I do run Every Man Counts and Academy for Peace. So if you DM either of those, you're usually talking to me. Um, so if you have something specifically for the fathers or specifically for Academy of Peace, you can send messages there. Um, but yeah, you can just find me on Instagram. It's also the best way to keep track of everything because um, of all the stuff she mentioned. And then I also have Self-Love Sundays um, where we talk about the self-love journey I was mentioning earlier. Um, I usually do those Sundays at Sundays at seven. And we actually just had a great one yesterday about colorism and dating. It was a fantastic conversation. Now, are all of these typically so, on Instagram? Yeah, on Instagram. So okay. they're all, the longer sessions are saved in my Instagram stories. So you can go back and you can see like all the interviews and all the stories and things that I've done in the past. Okay. Um, and then, as I mentioned, I have a new show series coming out on YouTube with my friend Alicia. It's going to be called More Than My Size. You guys are actually, well, this is airing. Um, it should have an episode or two out by the time you see this. But it's called More Than My Size. So basically, the synopsis of it is, you know, we've all seen like my 600-pound life and other weight loss shows. And I always manage to show larger bodies um, just being you know, sad and not having a life and like, it's so depressing and horrible. And not saying that it's all like giggles and good times over here, but there are a lot of us doing a lot of things. I mean, I've been talking till my voice is almost hoarse on the things that I'm doing and I still haven't covered all the stuff that I do. I will, I'll save you, but you know what I mean? Like there are those of us that are out here living our lives. And yes, yeah, some of us, like I am on a weight loss journey and so is Alicia, um, but it should be a good show because we're both around the same age or mid-30s um but she's married with kids um she has chronic illness she is on a journey to get lap band i'm single ready to mingle all about my career um uh trying to do the natural journey so we have some really good conversations we're a lot alike and also a lot different and we just want to shed the light that we're more than our size, that not everybody who's a larger size and trying to lose weight is like living this sad life. Like we have jobs and friends and we are, we are out here in these streets living our best lives while also wanting to live better lives for us. And what better means is completely subjective to the person. So what I think is a better life might not be what someone else thinks is a better life. Like someone could look at my life now and be like, she is living it up. And that's great. And I am doing a lot of things, but I know there's other things that I want to do even more that does that is impacted by my size. So, you know, we're very, very honest about that. And we talk about that, but we talk about fun things too. So I'm really, I'm really excited. We filmed the pilot the other day um, and it was nice. So that is going to be on YouTube, um, more than my size. Uh, but I also have my own YouTube page that I need to upload. Um, and that's, surprise, that African butterfly. See, I keep it so easy. <laughs> that African butterfly, you can find me. <laughs> so I hope that you guys tuned in for the entirety of this phenomenal interview with Nimade Baywa. Yes. Yay! Beiru. Beiru. 
I was close. Yes. She is that African butterfly on every social media platform. And if you are not following her, make sure you do so. Make sure you check out some of the organizations. She also supports Every Man Counts, NAMI Delaware, Empowerment and Educate. And she's coming up with her YouTube page with a partner that you definitely want to check out more than my size. The name alone sounds like you should be tuned into it. So please make sure you follow that African butterfly. She goes live quite often and you definitely want to check out her story on IG or Instagram for those of you who are not familiar. Nima Day, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything you would like to say to people who are interested in connecting with you on the mental health tip before we close out? Um, just reach out to me. I'm not a licensed professional at all. I'm just someone who's living my truth and trying to share it with other people who are living their truth. Um, so reach out to me. I'm happy to talk to you. I'm happy to help. Um, I still do, you know, virtual presentations. So just connect with me. Don't be afraid. Slide in that DM. That is awesome. If you are interested in sharing your story during our 2021 Wear Your Crown speaker series, please check out Big Beautiful Women of Delaware or BBWPDE, or you can look up Annette Fletcher. Annette Fletcher, I am myself on all of my platforms. And this will be on Instagram. So stay tuned to our next speaker for the Wear Your Crown Speaker Series 2021. Thank you again, Nimade. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.